We're back. We're live at the early time of 1.33 p.m. Friday. And we have a lot of things to do. And it's, it's Friday. What do we have to do? We have to go get our phones. Didn't you get the message saying that if you don't do your phone before midnight, I think you can't renew the package? No. Yeah. There's that. I think we should get a SIM card for the children as well. I really don't want to go a whole other month without being able to contact them. Or do we need to get internet? We need both. Because if the power goes out, they can't contact us. And the power seems to go out just about every day. It didn't go out yesterday. See? It's time to podcast. That's what the man said. It's time to do it. We should, we should time it like that. No. That would be fun. No. Or get our own bell. Because you know that that's, that's not a bell. bell. That's a gas tank. He's literally hitting the side of a tank with a piece of metal. It's a kind of bell. No, it's not an open tank. It's a tank. Yeah. You know the gas tanks that we had back in Thailand? Those tanks? Yeah, bigger. It's a kind and of bell. And he's beating that's on a, it. It's a kind of bell. I, I don't see that as safe going down the street in a maybe little car, in a little moped. in a moped in a moped beating on a it could gas be, it could tank. Be empty. It doesn't matter even if it's even if it's empty. It's not ever all the way empty. And the contents, huh? Still stuff in there. Yeah, and the contents are still flammable. You really want to be beaten on it? Well, in the heat? I mean, it depends on I mean, stop saying the heat, cause it's not where the you're hitting it. If you're hitting it on the top, then you're probably not going to really survive. He's beating it on the side. Yeah, it's all on the side. It's like beating a, a scuba tank. They can hear. I mean, they're strong. <sighs> I don't know. I, I hope so. If we hear a... If, we hear a ding, 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 boom! Yeah. <laughs> you know, we know it wasn't all that strong. <laughs> so he beat that one a little too long. Should have moved over to the other side and beat the yeah. other one. I don't, I don't get... Okay, that guy, in the time you hear him to the time you can't hear him anymore, he's moving, right? He's riding by. But if you did need him, how would you get his attention? Because he's banging on a thing, driving a vehicle. How do you stop him? There's the thing I was talking about. These are the pants. Your mask. It's been washed. It's been in this pocket (laughs) and been washed multiple times in the pocket. It's clean. Now I gotta take it out and wiggle. Roll the intro. Okay, so it's been a week. It's been a week. I don't need to wait. Shut up. He's an adult. Did you just say to I can, my baby? I can tell adults to shut up. What? No, you cannot say that to I our have, children. I, that's what you're objecting to? Yes. Who are you talking about? We he's don't a, say he's those a, things. Look, man, he's on Pornhub. 
20 hours out of every day. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, with no internet. I can't. How that work? I, I, I don't know what kind of bootleg system you got going on here. You might have broke into the neighbor's shit or something. I thought about that one day, but then I looked and they were all locked. So I thought it was, well, they're always locked. I think now your thing basically comes locked. Instead of before when your router would come to your house and it was, you had a choice. You had a choice between not only locked and unlocked, but the protocol using to lock it. Now I think when you're just getting service, it's just automatically locked. It's yeah, always locked. And then you have to actually turn it off, turn the lock off. So, and so I guess, you know, in most places, that's why they have a Wi-Fi code. Right. Because it's just locked. In general, it's just locked all the time. Thought I was drinking water. What are you drinking? I don't know. It has a flavor. Is it the lime stuff? Maybe it's mold. Huh? Is it the lime stuff? Lime? We don't the have lemon, lime. The lemon mint stuff? Not lime. Lemon mint. mint. Yeah, the Schweppes. Why would it be Schweppes? I don't put Schweppes in my thing. What's wrong with y'all? I don't put Schweppes in my thing. I didn't have any Schweppes in there. You put the, that was um, long ago. The pomegranate one. That was long ago. That wasn't here. Yeah, we've been here long enough for me to drink how many of these? In a day, I drink at least four or five of them. Yeah, no. It's the lime that was it, or the lemon that was in there from yesterday. Okay. What you got? What you got for the people? Oh, I'm lying. <laughs> I, I never have no, no, you need to start having stuff. You've been doing stuff this week. What'd you do? Go. On the spot. Um, What'd you do? I drew some pictures. Yeah. Did you did you did you post them? I post I posted one birthday card. You, wait, wait, you posted more than that? Oh no, I posted your birthday cards. See? But that was it, just those three. Your birthday cards, and which were Halloween. Wait, isn't that thick, wasn't that thick Thursday done like four weeks ago? Yes. I have a backlog now, where I didn't have a backlog before. Why do you have a backlog now? Because when you didn't we skipped, did you? No, when we got here, I did like two or three pictures in three days, mm. and pretty much everything I draw could be a thick Thursday, no matter what it is. So, okay. I just, Backlog some, good. yeah, some days I'll be like, I really want to draw, and then I do a whole fully rendered thing. And I we just did have a, have a backlog on YouTube. We kind of don't have a backlog on YouTube much anymore. Because I keep posting things three shows a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Mm. We're coming to the end of that road. I think we have like five more shows that have been uploaded and are ready to post on the YouTubes. And then we won't have any. That's why I steal your computer. And we have to. I have no Get internet, those so I'm really not. I, I would play the things that I have installed, but I can only play Doom, and I'm not always in the mood to play Doom. The only two things I can play on my computer right now is Doom and The Sims 4. Just because you're offline. Yeah. Right. I can't even play Destiny offline. But you sucks. Well, that's an online game. Yeah, I know, but your the missions are can be 
single player. So then why don't you connect when you have the ability to connect just to log out and log back in? Because that's all you'd have to do. You log out from the online, you log in as offline, and then you could just play whatever you were going to play. Why don't you do this? Because You've been my, online. Because my computer can't get to oh, the hotspots. Have you... We have you tried, well, have you tried to plug in the phone that's connecting to the internet, plug it into your computer like it's connecting to iTunes? Because being directly connected might be different than Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. All right, give you something to think about. Um, Karen, what you got? Wake up, tell people what you got. I'm awake. You're saying you don't have appropriate things for Egypt Man Land? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Mm. I, I posted about that uh, sometime yesterday or the day before. It's amazing how how fast a country can tie your tongue. Just say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it I is, would like to leave now. It would uh, what? I would like to leave now. You want to leave Egypt? I would like to leave now. Why? Come on, you gotta talk. You gotta tell us why. I I don't think that we have struggled financially or professionally as much as we have in the first month in any place we've been. We haven't. Even with um, all of our nightmare stuff Thailand. in. No, 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 but no. But no, in Thailand, we went with quite a bit of. We, we had, had resources money. and money. We could, we could afford to not work for a time and look for a job and look for a place to live. We could afford to do all those things because we're coming from China. But being in England for two weeks, we literally spent $3,000 just to get the hotel, food, your passports, our COVID test stuff, all of the things that we had to do. It traveling took, from here to there. Right. It, it literally took every single cent we had. Yeah. Which meant that we, when we arrived here, we had... Just enough to... Barely enough. Get, we didn't have enough. We didn't have enough. We had some money to try to put down to have a place to live. But we didn't have enough money to actually pay everything that they were asking for for us to live here. And then be able to eat. But we didn't even have enough for, what was it, first, last, they deposit. Plus the broker's fee, so plus four months fee. of rent. Yeah. Four months. So, I mean, we didn't have anywhere near that. Now, we, we, our plan, we would have had that, no problem. But the side, side trip to London basically ate all that up. Right. But that's true, we have not we have not struggled this much where you can't I took a picture of the refrigerator the other day. It was like, wow, we have so much food. They wanted two grand the day we were signing our lease. Okay. And and we had like seven hundred bucks. Right. So now we have to pay all of that back because it was covered by our employer. Partial. Partially covered. Yeah. And 
so now we're we're working, but we're trying to pay back a lot of that stuff. We're working from for the free. first. Eh, we are. We're not. We're paying back what we owe, which is what you do when you work anyway. Um, but yeah. But is is there anything else about? I mean, I get the financial stuff and I get the um, the work stuff, but what what else is well, what else about Egypt is is restrictive? No, 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 not restrictive. What you you said you want to leave? Is there another thing? It's real dusty. Yeah, but I'm following. I'm okay. dust anyway. That is apparent. Nobody dusts. We have layers of dust. You can dust, and then five minutes later, it looks like nobody touched it for the whole entire day. That could. Well, I mean, we could always close the windows. That's all. But it would it would not be very comfortable in here. No. Well, we could close the big window, and we could we could have the shutters closed. It would let some air through. It's not hot. So the heat wouldn't be the issue. The air comes through and then the dust could just come through. Yeah, but it comes through, but it comes through a little bit. It's far less than what it was. So instead of five minutes to see the dust on the thing, it'd be 15. Or we could just let the air go through and just don't care. Just don't care? Yeah. No. Could do that too. I cleaned that chair over there before we, uh, we first got here. I've been watching it just accumulate over days. If you look at my chair over there and that chair over there, that's what the color of the chair is supposed to be. Aaron will take pictures for you. Only because I might. you sit down and the dust gets on your right, clothes. Right, right. Well, it, yeah, I'm wiping it off every time I sit down, for the most part. But that has been untouched. Yeah. It looks like a pyramid. <laughs> looks like a relic, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call the dust a protective layer. How about that? We'll just do that. It's fine. Are you the grandmother from the crudes now? What? What did the grandmother from the crew say? When they had wash day and it was just them hanging from the ceiling and then beating each other with sticks to knock the dust off. Oh, and cool. then she was like, my, no, not my protective layer. Yes, that's right. Because that's makes sense. I wash it off every day. Um... Okay, anything else you want to say about your time in the Egypt manland so far? Nope. You, you got a, an alternative place to go to? I'm looking. No, that's not that. Do you have a place yet? Not yet. No. I'm, I'm looking for positions. I've been still applying I, I'm for not, jobs. I'm not asking about positions and jobs. I'm talking about countries. Um, I want to go back to the UK area. Yeah, but we can't get back there. We literally can't get back there. I mean, we can get back to the UK, but we can't get back to anywhere in Europe. No, I said area. So you want to just go back to the UK. Why? It was very comfortable. Yeah, but it was, it was also very, but it was also very almost American. No, yes. I didn't feel like it was American at all. I did. Karen, everything you did, you were able to do in your language it did not feel like a foreign place. You you saw things that you easily recognized. Everywhere you looked, it was exactly what you were used to. Outside of seeing fish and chips everywhere. I mean, you, you literally had all of the things that were American 
you had them all right there in front of you. Even down to the vegan food. I didn't feel it was similar at all. Oh God, what I did felt you see? more comfortable in England of than I did. did in Grand Rapids. Okay, that's because you're you, British. But you're saying you felt comfortable, but what was causing you to feel the comfort? And it was probably familiarity. But there was nothing, like, I had never been to the Sainsbury's. I had never. But you, but you knew what it was. was. Only because of TV. Exactly. exactly. That's it was familiar. Point. I had never even seen an image of a Sainsbury's. I only knew it from one line, okay. from one show. That you've seen 40 million times. I saw the same sign. I have not watched those shows. I did not know what it was. For me, it was like a different place. But for you, it's not a different place. But I had never been there before. But you knew what it was. You had a, a frame of context. Okay. I think it just felt. I mean, shit. I watched all that Doctor Who. And still don't know shit about England. Yes, he keeps coming back to England over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Even throughout history, he comes back to England. How long does he stay there for you to really see the place? Isn't he usually fighting something? It doesn't matter. He's there. Yeah, but. In other words, the kind of shows I watch are not spending a lot of time uh, showing you the place itself. Right. Even Sherlock doesn't do that. You know what I mean? You're in his flat, you're in some other place, you're not really seeing the world that he's inhabiting. The modern England. And so, I mean, you know, but why, why? Give us give us the why, man. Because she didn't watch The Great British Bake Off live. That, is that it? That's the only reason you want to move to a whole country because of the Great British Bake Off? No, it just was really comfortable. Like, I don't know. Just Okay, are, you looking, like are you looking for comfort now and not newness and not... But it was all still new. It wasn't like Mexico where it when was... we arrived in Mexico, we expected to see new and learn new and have new, and we didn't get any new. Well, it was like... Nothing was new in it's Mexico. Like America light. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It was just. But, but it is part of America. But in the but in England, I didn't have any of that feeling at all, which is really strange because I could speak the language, even if they use terms that aren't American. I still understood everything that was going on. <clears throat> okay, but. And so what do you, what is it that you're looking for now? Because it sounds like I you're still looking want for, adventure. I, I don't see the adventure. I I. I I want to be somewhere new, try new things, experience new... What's... What's... People. How is that the UK for you then? I don't know. Because what you just said would be the opposite of the UK, right? Yep. No, because I've never... I don't know much about Scotland. I don't know much about Ireland. I don't know much about Wales. Okay, so then... What is the thing... That would keep us from being able to work in the UK. Go. We have to be able to. You have to get your your certification to teach. In England. In England or in the UK. Right. You'd have to have a certification, and I would have to have one for preschool. Okay, so that's not a move that's going to happen anytime soon. I know. Not as what teachers. Is, but Ireland does. I don't know. I have no idea what the their certification PGFC. process is. But well, how is it? I don't understand 
that you can teach. That you have uh, the... In other words, you're going to school to get a piece of paper that says that you can do what you already know how to do. The same thing you have to do in the United yeah, States. Same you thing have you have to, to do in the U.S. Get a certification. That's why... If I was to teach in the like U.S., I'd have to go back to school, get the certification, or go through whatever the certification process is for today, because it changes over time yeah. sometimes. And then whatever that process is, you'd have to do that process. Sometimes you can work while working toward that certification. Sometimes you can't, depending on the system, the school, the state. And yeah, you have to do whatever it is they say you have to do. It's part of teaching in the US and, and the UK. And in New Zealand and in Australia and because New Zealand and they aren't transferable necessarily. They aren't. They like if you had a teaching certification in the United States, it wouldn't mean anything in the UK or Australia or New Zealand or Canada. It doesn't mean anything. You'd have to go to that place and do their thing. Right. But if you wanted to say go to Dubai or Kuwait or anywhere in the UAE with an American teaching certification, you'd be hired immediately. Even in different parts of Africa, you'd be hired immediately. So anyway, well, maybe the, the idea is to find maybe a different kind of type of employment in the UK. Yeah. And not look for teaching because teaching does carry a certain certification, but other types of jobs don't. Well, I was applying for preschool positions in Ireland, not Northern Ireland, but in Ireland because they have loads of. But don't you have to have the certification? Nope. They're not part of the UK. No, I'm just saying, just period. No. Nope. For Ireland. No. Nope. I guess look. I mean, you know. It's, a, it's what we do. Keep looking. See what you can find. Right? Right? That's like our normal thing, but, you know, no matter what, we're going to have to stay here long enough to earn the money to be able to get out. No matter what. So that means at least a year. Maybe. That means at least a year. Remember, we still owe rent here. You can't leave it. You really don't want to be sued internationally, do you? To get that money back from you. How do they sue you internationally? They got our passport numbers. Okay. Yeah, that's not a thing. I don't think you want to go down that road. You want to go down? Really? I know I don't. If I got offered a job tomorrow that was willing to pay us, pay our way there, I would be packing. But we would just send you. The, the three of you want to stay here without me? I don't think we'd have a choice. Yes, you do have a choice. We have a choice? You get out of the plane and you leave. How do we, how do we break the contract? You leave. <laughs> That's not breaking your contract. Yes, it is. Bye. Without owing any money. Bye. I'm leaving the country. See you later. Best of you luck. You want to do the midnight move? I would. The totally thing that we heard it. about in China that everybody was so scared of, because in China they were trying to make you so make you feel good about being where you were, so you did not do 
the midnight move where you went to work one day and the next day you're supposed to come to work and that person has literally left the country overnight. They were always worried about that. We actually had our boss come to our apartment because one of the other teachers was trying to get us fired and he had told the, the boss that he heard us talking about leaving on Christmas Day. The boss walks home with Aaron to see if we had packed. To see if we had packed. And he comes in and we're I'm sitting on the sofa reading. The kids are in the room playing. And we're just looking at him like, what the hell is going on? Like, why? Why are you up? here? What's going on? Clearly we are not going anywhere the next want day. Uh, right. <laughs> you want a beer? Yeah. I think that particular Christmas, I think we were going, we were to, going the to the hot springs. Yeah, we went to the hot springs. <laughs> We weren't really leaving the country. We were just going to the hot springs. With the other teachers from the school. From the school. Our, our, uh, our minders. Yeah, we, we, I had to convince the, the owner's wife to give the girls the day off. So I told her that we needed to hire them as translators and that we would pay their salary that day. That's the only reason they got to go on Christmas. Otherwise they would have had to work. Yeah. In China? Oh, oh, I thought you were talking Come on, about man. I thought you were talking about here. Really? Here they told me they do celebrate Christmas, but when you ask them when Christmas is, they tell you December 31st. Well, that's not, not my students, because my students, I just did that because yesterday was a holiday, and so we were talking about, and it was funny because in the book it was talking about holidays, and so I was able to talk about all the holidays that were in the book, which were all the Western holidays minus Thanksgiving and Father's Day, because fathers get the shaft. Um, I talked about Father's Day. And they, you know, it was very funny when I asked, asked them yesterday, was it a holiday in Egypt? It's like, one person says no, next person says yes, the other one says maybe, the other one says no. I'm like, guys, it, it, did you go to work today? Did you go to school today? And they all just sat there and one, one woman was just like, no, no, it's not a holiday. And I was like, really? And the, the problem is they call the weekend a holiday. Yeah, and they so then they were like, the no, holiday. it's not a holiday. It's like, that's not what a holiday is, you know? A holiday is not, not your, your weekend. <laughs> yeah. But your day off a, is not your holiday. That's and they a whole say other it every day. They have a, quite a few things that whoever was teaching them English in the schools, they all made the same mistakes. Oh, which are very interesting. Dears. D-E-A-R-S. Yeah. When they address folks, because I've seen this on Facebook because I'm in a couple of groups for expats in Egypt, and when an Egyptian person addresses the group, they all say dears. And one in particular said, dears, I'm looking to improve my English so I can sound like an American. And an American commented in the bottom, Stop or in the thing, first thing you need to do is get rid of dears, yeah. because that's not Word. something we say in English. It's not a thing. No. At all. Nope. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just some things like Christmas Father. One, I don't know how you messed that up, but 
just oh, had my head with a German character. It's just Christmas falls off. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't get there's there's a bunch of stuff like that that I'm now finding with English that is they all of my students seem to know it, which to me says it was taught in the schools. Like this the is a normal style? thing. Oh god, that's oh. not a style. Don't call it a style. Please don't call it a style. They do this not. is just a really bad way of writing, like writing where your letters are half, like cut in half by the line. Like you don't write on the line, you write right on, on the, the line. line. Yeah. It's like, or you um, don't capitalize the first letter, but you capitalize the word talk <laughs> in the P's, middle of the sentence. P's are, are B's and P's, and they're capitalized all the time. I mean, it's like, it's like where did this whole writing thing come from? Because not none of this is like English. So whoever's teaching this and whoever's teaching those people to teach, they're the ones that literally have no idea. And it's very, it's very interesting that there are so, like, even where we are, the amount of English that is known among people that are working as people that are supposed to be, like, no, knowledgeable about English is very, still very low. And so, you know, I just, I just tend to not say anything. That's why I put up the thing this week. You know, I'm not going to explain. I'm just not explaining to these people anymore. And it, it because there's no point. They, they, they literally do not want to understand because their no, comeback is, that's how we do it in Egypt. And if that's your, if that's your comeback and then means you don't want to learn and it's like, then there's no point in me saying anything. Yeah, last so now night, I don't say anything. Um, I was talking to one of the teachers who used to work for the phone company that we are using. And so I was asking her, hey, can you help me with understanding what this says? That, that's how this whole conversation started. I got a, a message in Arabic. I couldn't understand what it said. And if I screenshot it, go away and translate it and come back, the, the thing will be gone. So I went out and said, excuse me, can you tell me what this says? And I don't think she really ever told me what it says. She just said, oh, you have to do this. And I said, okay, what do I need to do then? Tell me what I should do. And she could never tell me. And it ended up that I needed to recharge the balance on the phone. But even someone who worked for the company couldn't tell me how to do it. And she's a teacher. So then she's like, oh, you should just go to uh, the branch. And I said, I don't know where the branch is. Now it's dark. Six o'clock, it's dark. Sun and goes I, down around 5.30. And I'm at work until 10. And she said, oh, you can just go. You have an hour's break. You can go. And I looked at her. I was like, who has an hour's break? She said, we all have an hour's break every day. And I was like, uh, no. Okay. She's like, you can just go and go over there and go. And she's telling me where it is. And I just looked at her and I said, okay, I'll go tomorrow. Because I'm not going anywhere in the dark by myself. Oh, it's Egypt. It's very safe. Yeah, that the very safe thing. It might be. To but them. I don't feel that way. Right, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel as safe as China did. No, I would walk down the street in China at one o'clock in the morning with my entire salary in my pocket. I wouldn't worry about a thing. Yeah, it's a weird. I don't. I in wonder. Cash, I'm not here. I wonder why it doesn't feel safe. 
because the streets are better lit. They are, but the traffic is also more. Yeah, but why that, what, does that make you feel safe or unsafe? It makes me feel unsafe with the traffic. Traffic. Traffic makes you un- you're not driving. Traffic. No, makes but they you don't unsafe. have out their lights in the dark. I know, and- but you're saying unsafe. Yeah, I don't feel safe. Okay, what is the thing that? What are you worried about? Because I hope you're not worried about getting hit by a car that <laughs> you can see. Because that just means you can't, you have to move. No, I'm worried about someone pulling up and snatching me or grabbing my bag. Right, you're feeling unsafe. I feel not unsafe. Not because of traffic, though. But there's a... Okay, tell me this, tell me this. If, there, if you were standing on a road and one car went by every five minutes, would you feel safer in that scenario than if there was a, a constant line of... Which one is, feels safer to you? I don't know. I guess it would depend on the, the environment. No, I'm saying the environment's the same. One car every five minutes or constant traffic? I'll Which one feels one, safer? One car every five minutes. That feels safer? Because then... Because I'm not you, have no, you have nobody seeing you. You have nobody to yell for. Yeah, but even if, I, if there's all this traffic... somebody grabbed you or snatched you or whatever. If there's all this traffic, I don't know that anybody's going to help me. I don't know, but anybody. You don't ever do know that. That's. I don't think that's what makes you feel safe or unsafe, is it? Because you never know that. I, yeah, I just don't feel safe. I want to know what makes what would make you feel safe. Like what in what what would have to change between walking from here over to the school? What would have to change in order to feel safe? Like what would have to be there or not there? I don't. I don't know because. I can walk to the school by myself. I'm just not comfortable walking to the school by myself. Or is it just because you haven't done it? No. It's being if you, on the that more you do it, the more you do it. It's being on that walking street with all the people. It's it's You've you've been in places that were more crowded. And you felt safe in those more crowded places. Used to go and do go shopping in the morning on the walking street in Benchy. Come on, which one? Which one's more crowded? And that walking street stayed crowded, essentially, and had no no car traffic. Stayed crowded most of the day, but you didn't feel unsafe there. So what is it that's making you feel unsafe here? Feeling of safety is always important for expats. Maybe it's the fact that I am always worried that I'm not dressed conservatively enough. Mm. That I may be attacked or ridiculed because of what I'm wearing or the fact that my head isn't covered or... You got blonde hair. I have blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm clearly a foreigner. So you feel like a target. Yeah, absolutely. I would say I feel the same way. I don't necessarily have a... I'm sure I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. Maybe I'm overcautious. But after going to Malaysia on my own and having the experiences there... What experience? Come on, tell people. Um, I went, I had to go to renew my visa in Malaysia and I had forgotten a pashmina and I just had one shirt with a collar and the rest of my tops were tank tops or dresses and they're, it's, they're a Muslim country as well so you need to 
be covered up. You can't walk outside in a tank top. It's inappropriate. So I went to a mall nearby to go and buy um, a pashmina. And when I got to the top of the escalator, um, someone grabbed my ass really hard. And I was completely covered. And I turned around and it was this young boy, probably 10 years old, and his mother was just beating the shit out of him because she'd seen what he did. And I just left it because the mom was handling it. But then I go into the shop where they have all the scarves and a man comes up to me and asks me out for drinks and asks me out for dinner and then asks me back to his hotel. And the whole time I'm like, no, thank you, I'm married. You know, have a good evening. And I'm trying to get away from the guy and he just wouldn't let up. And so when I got back to the hotel, I had to like make sure that this guy wasn't following me because I was really afraid. I was by myself, it was starting to get dark. I had to walk by a group of guys that were like, hey baby, come over here. Uh, we know foreigners, we know how you work, come over here. And it, I just don't wanna go through that again because it's, I wasn't safe. So anytime I went back to Kuala Lumpur, I stayed at the same hotel because I knew the area and I and I could do everything I needed to do in the hotel. I didn't have to go out again. If I needed an ATM, I could just walk across the street and I was fine. But I did. I feel like that it could happen here. I I would say that honestly, that could happen anywhere. Absolutely, it could happen anywhere. But then why do you? But maybe like I, when you're okay, we're in London. Why did you not feel that that wasn't? A, why did you feel that was safer than here? Because it absolutely could have happened. Because there. I can understand the person talking behind me. I could understand. I can't understand the so person. So the talking fact that you behind. understand the language meant that you felt safer. It meant it meant that I could I could be more aware of what's going on around me. Now I'm just constantly like watching, you know, is someone following me? Is someone too close to me? When the motorbikes go past us, I always clutch my bag because... Clutching your pearls? I clutch my bag because one, I don't want to get caught on their bike. Well, yeah. And two, I don't want them to snatch it and go like they do in Thailand. Yeah, that's smart. But I think that would should be anywhere though. I think the fact is, you're walking in the street, yeah. and they're driving in the street, so you're taking precautions so that things can't happen, because if you were in another place, you wouldn't be in the street. I don't You'd know that I sidewalk. feel unsafe, I just don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable yet. It's only been a month. It hasn't even. Almost a month. It's 27 days. So. We'll check back in a month. See how you feel. See how you feel. Yeah, I went down. I went down by myself yesterday. Because. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dude, this is like podcast worthy. You said you had nothing. Continue. I just remember. Um. This is why you write it down, people. I got that was the watermelon and the. There's still. And Keen hadn't taken her nap yet. No matter what George says, do not eat those together. <laughs> Continue. 
just dip the watermelon in the dish soap? No, you cut the watermelon, you take out a little bit, you do the dish soap on top, and then you dig in and you... It all fights COVID, right? Uh. Why the watermelon? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I went down and I didn't feel anything. But then when I go down with Keegan, I'm always looking around. And Keegan's never behind me. She's either to the side of me or in front of me. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. I, and I always have a hand free. I'm. I'm. I need to clap somebody. Oh really? <laughs> you want to knock them off? Yeah. Knock them off out. Yeah. That's what you gonna do? Get them keys and Wolverine them in the oh, shank oh, them in oh, the stomach. Really? That's what you. That sister feet taught them that. Yeah. It, being taught and doing it. Two totally different things. I've never done it. I kind of would like somebody to go on the attack just so I could see him, you know, shank a mofo. That's what I want to see. I have a feeling, you know. I may not, I may not actually shank him, but I'm going to hurt him anyway. You're going to hurt him? Yeah. Gouge their eyes out? Sure. Pull out their nose hairs with tweezers? Yes. <laughs> Pin them down and pluck the eyebrows. <laughs> that Some of these Stab them with a spoon. Slather them with wax and rip it off. Alright, if you got all that kind of time, not under attack anymore. I think you you turn into the attacker at the point. <laughs> Alright, so uh, what do I have here? I have um, go get the new the new brew things. The new I got new I got new hotness. I got new brew things. I was gonna make coffee for the podcast. If I get so in so no, bring up the whole thing, man. Oh. Um, I was gonna show the process of using the new hotness for the coffee. I was gonna do it in the podcast, but oh, there's varying sizes. Hot. I'm yeah, well yeah. There's okay. three different sizes. Oh, and we should have recorded it for the for the patrons. And maybe we can still do that. We can still do that. But it was the first experience. We can still do it though. So we have our, um, these are known as Ibeck, and they're little pots for brewing coffee, and they're awesome. It's the same pot. Quite heavy, pretty sturdy. Same pot that they use in the Turkish coffee. It's similar because these these are stainless steel. The ones that for the Turkish coffee, the real ones are copper. Copper. No, copper. And, you know, they're a little more ornate and all that kind of stuff. So we just got the cheap shit. Because, you know. Budget. But, this is what you have to do when you run out of filters. And you can't find filters. And, uh. That's why you got them? Yeah, I'm almost out of all the coffee filters. And we're buying coffee that is made for this style of brewing. Right. So it's super fine. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like flour. Um, it's so fine. The coffee ground is so, the coffee grind is so fine that it, um, it is like our grinder that we had or have in Mexico. I don't know if we have it anymore. If we sold it or whatever. I think we sold it. Anyway, that grinder it couldn't do 
what needs to be done for this kind of grind. You have to have a special kind of grinder to get this oh, kind of powder. Oh, it was pretty fancy. It yep. had multiple it levels. The grinders to grind the coffee the way that it needs to be here for this kind of brewing um, is super, 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 super fine. It's so fine that when you, when you brew it, it's all brewed in this on top of the stove, and you basically are... Um, I don't know if you can see that, but it's like a powder on my fingers, this little bit that was just on the rim. Um, but it's uh it's it's literally like like the the, the stuff that's coming in through the, the stuff coming in, through yeah. the yeah, through the, through the windows. Um, and when you drink it, it you're, you're still not even getting it in your mouth. Nothing's floating, it's all yeah, just falling had, to the bottom. You had the ground at the bottom and it had created a, almost a a schmear. A schmear. A slurry? Yeah, I don't think a schmear. I don't think a schmear. I don't think a schmear is what you're talking about here. Yeah, it was really thick. Yeah, it was kind of. But it was. It, like you flipped it upside it's, down and it's it It's good. Work. I still have to try to drink it with the stronger coffee, the uh, dark, the, the medium to dark. Um, I have one Egyptian coffee over there that is. Uh, very, it's it's medium to light, and I have one that's dark that I haven't used it with yet, and I had the one Turkish coffee, which I did do today, and it tasted pretty good. You gotta see how the Turkish Delight changes the experience. Nah, I don't really care about Turkish Delight. I'm never gonna sit down and drink my coffee. The way that you're supposed to use this is you put your sugar in the bottom, um, you put your water in, you put your sugar in, put the coffee in, you heat it all up and you don't touch it, and it kind of, it's supposed to caramelize the sugar in the bottom, and then you stir it, and then you leave it until it boils. And that's that's the brewing process. And then you pour it in your, in, into your cups. Uh, I'll never do the sugar thing, which maybe I will one day, but I'm not a sugar coffee guy. I'm a coffee coffee guy. But see, but you're also supposed to eat the Turkish Delight with the sugar coffee. Yeah, Turkish the Delight with your sugar coffee. Yeah, so Turkish getting, Delight isn't super sweet. You're getting sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar. But it, it's a dessert. It's a sweet thing. It is a sweet thing. You got like... It's a sweet three, thing compared to like toilet paper. What? It's sweet compared to nothing. Not sweet. Oh. It has a sweet. All right, um, so learn this week that taking photos is uh, endangering your camera in Egypt, which was not great news. Um, was not happy about this idea that if I take my camera out, I'm basically, I, I might, be in an area where I can't take photos that I won't know. I was told that if it's posted, you can't take photos, don't take photos. Okay, well, duh. Don't take photos of police. Okay. Yeah. Don't take photos. Well, you know what? Honestly, that's not a oh yeah thing. We can take photos of anything we want to in the United States. There is no time that you can't take a photo unless it's posted you cannot use a camera in this area. Right. I wouldn't take a photo but, of a police officer anyway. No, but why not? I did. We did. 
when they we were recording them while they had that guy uh, yeah. in Grand Rapids, we were recording, and you can do that. That's how you think we get all the videos we get. So yeah, uh, for us, recording police, watching police do their duties, it's part of being a citizen. Um, but here you can get in a lot of trouble for taking pictures of police, which I don't understand because why not? I mean, if they're not doing anything wrong, then why taking their picture would be a bad thing. But that's their rule. Um, don't take pictures of the military, which to me has the same effect. It's like, why not? If they're not doing anything wrong, then why can't their picture be taken? That's me. But going into an area of the city, which I was told you can't go into like the poor areas of the city and take pictures and video. And then sometimes the police will ask you for your permit and your passport and why you're there and question you. But here's my issue. What if you live in a poorer area? You're telling me I can't take photos of where I am? Yeah. What if my hotel is in a poor area? You're telling me I can't take pictures? And how would I know if I'm not from here that I'm in the poor area? Because I was told that our street is a nice street. Well, and then he saw the photo. Okay, so the person was saying that we live in a nice area and he pulls up this photo online to show us what we can't take photos of. What a negative of. or a bad area, a bad, bad, quote unquote bad area and the, the street literally looked like our street. Yeah. And when Aaron said, this looks like our street, he's like, no, 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 you live in a nice area. And so Aaron had to get someone else who's been here to confirm this is, this looks exactly like our street. Yeah. So he's saying we can't take photos on our street. Right. But he also told us that we could take photos inside museums and yep. at the pyramids. You cannot take photos inside a museum. You cannot take photos because that's what the, the don't. It says Egypt is preeminently the country to take to, to make excellent pictures. Keep in mind, however, that filming inside many museums, monuments, and tombs is prohibited. Filming taking photos as well. As it is prohibited to photograph public buildings, military objects, police stations, etc. This is OurEgypt.com giving me advice. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand the you can't take photos. I had some people respond to my concern online and they were saying, I was there during the Arab Spring. I took lots of photos of everything and all. And I'm wondering if this is a reaction to, that. to the idea that these people did take photos at one time. Those photos got out. It did not shine a good light on the country. So then, then the uh, security services of the country then cracked down on people taking photos. Why don't you tell folks what the Arab Spring is? Because not everybody knows what that okay, is. Okay, y'all can look that up. I'm not going to stir. Why not? Why? I mean, we call it the Arab Spring in the West. It's It was... I, I, 
I think it was a young people uprising, but it was maybe maybe wider than just college age students uprising inside of Arab nations, but I think more localized in Egypt because that's what we saw the most of. We saw Tahrir Square and uh, which is just down the street from five us. minutes from us. Um, but it was just a protest that lasted for a time. I can't remember how long that lasted. I don't remember. I don't remember all the details anymore. I just know that we call it the Arab Spring, like it was starting over or starting anew with a different, a different uh, uh, political ideology and motivation for how people chose to live their lives. Um, it's kind of a line of demarcation, but from what I understand, it does it does not mean things necessarily got progressive. It's not it's not about moving in that direction. It was maybe maybe mainly internal. I don't know. I really don't know much about what 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 it was like, say, to live and be Egyptian in Egypt, right? Before the Arab Spring, and then what how that changed after the Arab Spring for that population. I have no idea. I really don't know. Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. So, um, hey, hey, what are you doing? Why are you taking the new hotness? New hotness, that's fun. So anyway, uh, the whole taking photos thing, I don't know how that's going to happen. Maybe my camera never leaves the apartment. I don't, Again, I don't know. Again, it already left once. Um, yeah. Just kind of disconcerting because it's like, that's kind of why you came here, was to take photos. It's, you know, one of the places in the world where you want to take photos of everything from the Nile to the pyramids and everything in between. It's like, it's like going to Fiji and saying you can't take photos. Yeah. It's like going to Thailand and telling you you can't have a pineapple. All right. Um, that would suck. I wrote on here, why not just tell the truth, but I can't remember why now. I don't remember why I wrote that. Because I weekend off. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. So we were we had we had days off, but we didn't know why we had the days off, and we were told that there was a some kind of emergency. No, it was a system well, breakdown. Something like that. When, First, it said there was an emergency. And then it said there was a system breakdown, and I'm but like, well, what does that mean? None of none of that had any meaning, and nobody wanted to say what it was. And my thing is, why not just tell whatever's going on to the staff, so that you, you know you're not creating you're not creating more questions through trying to be secretive when the reason that we were off had nothing to do with you or your business or anything. It, it, it all came from outside. Why not just be honest? I don't get the idea of hiding information when it's not necessary to hide it. That's what I don't understand. That's the, I, it, it's like, you're, it's like, it's like lying when you have no reason to lie. I don't get why you would lie. Like there's no benefit for you lying. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't change any feelings. It doesn't do anything to lie, but people just lie. And usually we call those people compulsive liars. Like it's a condition, it's a problem. 
in that person that they do that. I don't understand why that's a thing when it wasn't up to you in the first place. You know, it was weird. It was a weird, weird moment. Like, I mean, trust me, like the days off, you know, but to, to just say you're having these days off for this reason, oh, okay, thanks. What was the real reason of you being off? We didn't have a choice. The, comp- the, the businesses had to be closed those two days. Because of, there was an election. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, the it's just the government told the all the businesses to be closed. That's it. There was no more. There's no. There's nothing nefarious or anything. <laughs> you have to be closed on this day. Okay. People, we have to be closed because of this, um, this situation in the country. Okay. To see you on Monday. Right. That's and that's how we felt. It was just like, why, why try to put all this other stuff out there when none of that was necessary. Right. If they would have just said. Right, and that's what I was like. If when we don't get accurate information, then we start wondering what's wrong, what happened, and we start to worry. You know, are we going to have a job tomorrow? Are we, you know, being fired? What's going on? But all he had to say was, "We just got a notice from the government, and because of the election, we have to be closed for the next two days." Okay, okay cool. I know. Thanks. See you Monday. No big deal. No big deal. Um, alright, so we had a birthday, as you can see. I wanted to I got to shirt. wear my shirt because I, I, I got in the shower first and I put it on first because we can't do the whole, I mean, we're already wearing all black, which is psycho. I would have been wearing blue. Look, man. Because mine is blue. Look, man. You can't wear the same shirt on the same day. That's just not cool. We already have the color issue. We have a color issue. Yes, you will be wearing a color and then I will be wearing Copy color. me. Just say well, yes. Well, I yes, will what? wear a thing and you will copy me. That is copy. what is yes. happening there. Guess what? Both of you are copying me because I got up this morning and I got the shower first. I was copying you. Didn't even see you. Yes, you did. Man, please. I was standing there copying the no, making the coffee. No, no, that's not the thing that's happening. Alright, fly, you gotta go. Um, so, this week was our birthday, as you can see, October 26th. You saw my um, halloween pictures on Instagram, that's what they were for. So, um, yeah, birthday. What exciting things did we do on our birthday in 2020? Went to work. Anything else exciting that we did for our birthday on 2020? Gave some exams. We ate food and breathed. That was it? I got a COVID. gift from a student. Which was, I, I was super that. excited about. You didn't get Corona on your birthday. Yeah, the, the whole Corona thing in the U.S. is having a, a serious, ridiculous Ooh, thing I'm so happen. glad about it there. You know, I'm, don't, don't cheer too hard. Because you don't know what's here. No, because they people, don't. People are not taking it seriously at all in where we are, in what we see just in our walk back and forth. You don't see any masks. But I have. Oh, I have. Oh, I have. I have seen masks start to tick up. Yeah. Well, from the time we first got here, we had a couple of. I had a couple of students this week that were wearing masks because they had a cold. Is what they told me. And then, uh, the one girl that works in the the school that is cleaner. She's the runner girl. 
she had on one yesterday, but she kept taking it down, and she was wearing it below her nose. I just looked like, what's the point? Doesn't do. I know you're not you're not helping yourself or anybody else when you do that. And then one of the secretaries like wearing a shirt with the nipples cut out. One of the admins, she had one on her chin all day. I don't know why. I don't get that. Or wearing a condom on your balls. <laughs> It really doesn't. It's not so I try to keep that one stopping, in. Stopping the pregnancy. Just so you know. It doesn't work out very well. That was an image. Keeps everything nice and warm, but it doesn't really do much else. Why would you do um, Alright. What was the, the visual that I saw? Was the somebody underwear, wearing underwear with their penis hanging yeah, over yeah, the underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, we had a birthday. We did nothing for our birthday. We had 48. But we got two days off before our birthday. Yeah, which was nice. Which was nice. You're 48. I vlogged your, your birthday. You tattooed it on your forehead so that you always remember when I say, wow, old am I? Oh, you just uploaded it to my processor. Good. It's been uploaded. I don't know how old you are. In my brain, you're like 32 or something. Aww, oh, God. Yeah, that's when I stopped counting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I that is I so not the number. You keep me I love that. No, so nice. No, no. You're so nice to your mama. Oh boy, that's lies, lies. I just say it. Why don't? Why not just tell the truth? And now he's lying, and you're happy about it. No, I literally don't remember her age. I'm two L- years. Literally two years younger than me. Two years. And there you go. There you go. Has it been uploaded? Six. Has it been uploaded? Are you Are you good now? No, you stick. No, I'm keep it at thirty-two. It. <laughs> okay. Whatever. 3,200 year old knees. Woo! I wasn't um, lying because you ain't lying. Oh, I wanted to give a special shout out to everybody who has been helping us try to survive this year. Woo! Um, there's been lots of help. Lots of people sending us money through the Cash App and uh, PayPal. PayPal and GoFundMe. the GoFundMe. So, gotta give you guys a big shout out because uh, special thanks to all of you. Because we wouldn't have made it through most of this year without without the help. We definitely wouldn't have eaten this month without it. So, thank you so much. Keep it coming. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not really kidding because the podcast needs your help. Definitely the podcast. But that's the Patreon and the, and the, the blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. And the merch shop. Definitely for the for the podcast. Okay. Um, you want to see all this? Hopefully, we won't be buttery. Be we won't. We won't be. Uh, hopefully, our struggling is going to lessen. Hopefully, and we can start moving out of struggling. But it's going to take us a long time to do it. I had someone ask me if the children knew about our financial struggles. And I said, absolutely, of course, why I've would known, they not? I've known since Thailand. And I said, why would they not know? And, they, and she said, I never talk to my children about money. <laughs> and I That's said- a It's a hard way yeah. to teach them about money. Yeah, I know. I said, did your parents teach you about money? And she's like, well, I kind of knew. I would overhear conversations. And I said, did you struggle when you first moved, went out on your own and learned how to budget? And she's like, yeah, it was really hard, which is why I, she's so frugal now, because she was 
she really struggled those first few so years. Why wouldn't you tell your children so that they don't go through the same thing you went through? That's what I'm saying. That don't make no dilly darn sense. Dilly darn. It's because, from what I understand, children don't belong in, belong in grown folks' conversations. Well, I, I and, think that's a different and, conversation. And I though. said, but this is this affects them. Right. If yeah. they are, if we're we're struggling to buy food, and they're going back for thirds and fourths, what really they don't need it. They just want to, you know, keep eating. It's my responsibility to say, hey, listen. Don't use five pieces of cheese on your grilled cheese. Yeah. Right. Which shouldn't do that anyway because, you know, the whole later on pooping thing and the not flushing thing, you know. Right? Huh? Right? You know, I've never been constipated because of cheese. You know what? You have. No, I haven't. No, you kind of have. Because, you know, when the poop doesn't go down for two days, you kind of have. That doesn't mean I'm constipated. That means the toilet is constipated. <laughs> That's a different problem. Okay, toilets don't get constipated. Sure. People just... make toilets constipated, okay? Okay, but well, I'm not constipated anymore. No, no. You all right? When you, don't, when you don't poop for two days because you ate the, the, the 6,000 pieces of cheese. Oh my gosh, that yeah, was you, awful. Trust me, you, you were constipated. I thought I had water come out my nose. All right. Um, yeah, we talked about the nice streets thing. Um, what when, when we were talking about the whole photos thing, the nice streets. And I, and, and I. What are nice streets though? Well, I had to, we went on a ride. I, I, I think of it now as a tour because we were supposed to go to a government building to try to do some visa stuff. And the government building was closed because they closed early because uh, Thursday was the prophet's birthday. Wednesday, the government building closed at noon. We didn't know, we were already on our way at like one, Something. One thirty. And found out halfway, halfway there, the place is closed. So okay, we had to then double back and try to get back to the school. And as we're riding around, I'm being told about, you know, this is a nice area, that's a nice area, and I'm looking at the areas trying to figure out what made them nice, as opposed to what wasn't nice. And. I was told that this particular street was a nice street because it didn't have a lot of trash on it. And I was like, okay. I mean, that sort of makes sense, you know, but it was in front of like large hotels and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, I don't think you can go to a Sheridan in the world where the area around the Sheridan is bad looking. Nope. Just because it's a Sheridan. Um, but stuff like that. So we were kind of skirting the side of the knob uh, in, we were driving down, it was a nice street, but I wanted to know what the nice streets were versus the bad streets or the not so nice streets. And I was told, you know, the bad streets have the, the trash. And then we, when I, we got done, you know, I started, well, we walked down our street. Our street has, our, our street is not, not a nice street, apparently. Oh, did he come on our street? Oh, no. Oh. No, no, that's not 
what I'm saying. I'm saying that when we when walk, I'm looking at the streets, by the criteria, yeah, by that criteria, we're not. I don't think we're on a quote unquote nice street. I don't know if it matters really. Our apartment is nice. It is it's, nice. Um, and it's very spacious. It's locked, like at the you know the the gate at the front, uh, the door. And you can't break into that back way. You break your shoulder before you get in there. I mean, that's a heavy door. It's not. I know, Daddy caught his finger. In as far as far as yeah, I slammed my finger in the door. It was great. Um, the gimp finger? As far no, oh, the the one next to the gimp. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm working my way down. <laughs> the um, but the you know like so, it leads me to believe like inside apartments could be whatever that person decided to do in the apartment, as nice as they wanted to make it. But then when you look at just the buildings themselves, you get little indication as to what it's like on the inside. Right. Even when you're walking downstairs and you're looking, like you can basically look into kind of a, a couple of lobby apartments. style area, you can see into them from the street because the doors are essentially just open for a lot of the buildings. And as you walk down and you look in, it doesn't look particularly nice, day or night. Unassuming. No, it's sometimes it's kind of dark and dingy. Yeah, dark, dark and really? not yeah for a lot of the buildings. But then, I'm sure when you get upstairs or get into a particular apartment, it could be as nice as whatever that people decided right. to make it. So it's kind of like you really can't judge judge the book by the cover because the covers are all not. The covers are ripped up and you have coffee all over them, but the book's great. Right. That's that. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Um, you can't see into anybody's apartment to even know because everybody is closed up. I think we are the most open of yeah. the people around us because when we look out, all we see is closed shutters, closed yeah. windows, yeah. closed everything. Except but, for this week when the bulldozer was doing it. But thing. everything was still closed. Well, the people the were people. out, though. Yeah, well, some people. They popped they, out. Right, they popped out like lemmings or like uh, meerkats. They yeah. all looked. People screaming and yelling, and they just looked. And no, then some people went back in. It wasn't people. It was one woman. No, no, no. 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 All no. down here, uh, came people from... came out and were standing and looking like we were. And then there were oh, some yeah. men that came from this building way over here and walked all the way down yep. there to join into the fussing at the yep. bulldozer. And I don't know what they were fussing about. It seemed it didn't make any sense that they would. I don't know what. Now, what was the what they were objecting to? I have no idea what they objected the, to. The the bulldozer was this particular day was in the middle of the day and he was bulldozing the street and all of the buildings were vibrating. It felt like you were in a massage chair. I didn't care that it was in the middle of the day. I didn't, didn't bother me a bit. What I did care about was from 3.30 to 5.30 the one morning that he they were out there so loud and big bright floodlights and when you're half it asleep, sounded like they were grinding up cars. Yeah, when you're half asleep and you hear this sort of metal rolling, sucking, clanging sound. And then the water. Yeah, and then water. Cause and then water and then lights coming through your window. I thought the aliens were coming. <laughs> the attack had begun. Yeah, I thought the invasion 
had happened, but then I was too they tired. They were landing to on top of the pyramid like we saw in Stargate. Well, the, the crazy part was, is I had just gotten to a part in the Kane Chronicles where they were opening a portal at the top of the pyramid in Giza, where we are. <laughs> Hello, Giza. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I slept through all of this. So I Keegan, heard, literally heard nothing. So did Keegan. But Keegan is on the other side of the park. It doesn't matter. It would have been pretty loud. Not, I know, but the light oh. alone should have. I mean, you get woken up by the dimmest light a phone can get. Yeah, and you he didn't does. Get but that light is by a freaking floodlight. Okay, I think you're. Right. I think you're missing missing the point here. It's not the light of the phone. It's the, the reflection, reflection of off of the bright mommy <laughs> from Excuse the phone. Me. So basically, the light of the phone is very, very dim. Usually black background, white letters. It's very, very dim. And I have it but on like low battery mode. As soon as it hits the face and it gets magnified out to the world, <laughs> the people across the street, they are probably complaining too. With our shutters closed, like why won't they turn off their light late at night? Because the shutters are closed, everything's closed, but they're getting this bright light in their bedroom because your mother is reading. It's like, it's like putting a black light on tinfoil. Does that get bright? Maybe. Oh. Have you ever seen a black light? Yeah. It's just blue light. Or not on tinfoil and just white paper. Because then it would get bright. Do you think that's very reflective? A black light on white things? Yeah. That lights up. They had that whole part in the one show in Thailand. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Phuket Fantasy. Yeah, in the Phuket Fantasy where they went and turned on the black lights and everybody was wearing white shirts so you could see them in the audience because they were all lit up. This happens. Happens to your teeth, too. Yeah, yeah like on Friends. <laughs> like on Friends. The rocks, the white, and the teeth. Alright, um, do you have anything else for the people this week? because I really don't have anything else that I did all of my things this week. Go vote. If you haven't voted, go vote. Oh, God. Yeah. For those of you in the U.S., not that we're not talking to people in Egypt. No. I think you need to be a little more specific. Uh, we're talking Americans. about the, the, the uh, United States and its voting situation, basically. Do not mail in your ballot this at this point. It's too late. Take it and drop it off. Yeah, now, now everybody is... Up in arms. Um, yeah. States are changing the rules at the last minute. But you know what? That kind of happens every four years. That these wrangling, these games, because these these are the consequences of who you vote for. Is this kind of finagling the vote mm -hmm. at the last minute? So then nobody really understands what's going on or what's happening and so then when the results come out everybody can throw yeah but nobody has tried to interfere across the country like like they have this time with the whole mail stuff yeah but this since... is the first time that mail has been put in the news nationally yeah because before if your state had mail in mail in voting they just had mail in voting and nobody really knew state to state to state. Right. Now we're talking about it nationally because they're making it political. They're making it, I mean, which is funny because voting is a political act, but they're they're making it bigger yeah. so that they can then say, oh, there was something wrong with the process. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, people have been doing this process in these particular states for quite a long time oh, now. Long, it's not long new, time. but if you want to make the process look like it's broken, 
or broken worse than what it is, or the results are, can't be trusted, then you're gonna start throwing shade at the process. Mm-hmm. Which is just what, with, that's a playbook that basically, Every what we've seen from the White House, well now, uh, everybody does it, but we haven't seen a president do it like this. Yeah. Worry, you know. But, all I can say is, vote. But I still say, I'm sticking to it. Let me ask the people. Do you have a prediction on who will win? Now, keep in mind, we probably won't know who who wins until sometime in December. That's what I'm thinking. But. I think Trump gets it. Think Trump wins? Yep. What do you think? I think the Electoral College will give it to him. I think that he'll lose the popular vote. That's already happened, right? Yep. That happened. But drastically. I'm saying that happened a against, lot more than he did this. But that's what happened time. against Hillary, right? Yeah. What do you think? Who's going to win? Just at the top of the ticket presidential, go. Seriously, you're 18. You're, you got to have an opinion now. It's not like we hide politics from you. You hear it every single day. Every day. Unfortunately, I think Trump is probably going to win again. I've been saying it for months now. White folks going to put Trump back in the White House. Shit, my family's going to participate in that. That that should tell the world something. That that fact. See, there's one idea. People vote for somebody. They find out, like voting for Nixon, right? They find out that, yeah, that was a bad idea. Okay, you don't vote for that guy again. Okay, fine. I get that. But when you vote for that guy two times as a country, then that now is a clear indication of where that country is. Yep. And I'm thinking that that's what's going to happen again. You're gonna have a lot of people that can't bear the idea of a Democrat again, and that's going to drive them. It's not gonna drive them to not vote. It's not going to drive them to write in some ridiculous thing like Mickey Mouse. It's going to drive them to vote for Trump. Yep. And if it's, I think, if it's close, if it's close at all, then it's probably going to, um, it's going to be stuck up in the courts and we're going to see the Supreme Court have to weigh in again. Like Bush v. Gore. And, well, it's his prerogative, man. You can't get mad at that. I can be mad at McConnell. I can be mad at Lindsey Graham. I can be mad at all. No, you cannot because it's not a rule. It is not a rule that it can't be done. It was convention that they didn't want to do it. None of the reason why Trump... There was no reason why Barack Obama couldn't have gotten a, a... a Supreme Court pick in. There was no reason why Trump couldn't. There was no because it was why their it was literally their it. responsibility to do it. Now they can always take the road take that road that says I don't want to do it at this time under these conditions. Okay, you made that choice, but, but that doesn't make that choice for every coming president. But Obama's and Bush's they were they were blocked. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's wrong to block them and then you because have that like, is their response. They're supposed to do it. There was a vacancy, you fill it. 
you had Lindsey Graham coming back, coming and saying, I, you know, this isn't right. The next I, time I we know. won't do it. Boom. I know, but it's bullshit. It's if bullshit. you're in power, of course you're going to do it. This is what needs to happen. It won't because Democrats are pussies. I said it why, why and gotta, I meant it. you got to use the keyword, man? Trump's grabbing them. You just throwing them around. What's going on? Why, where's the love? When the Democrats flip the Senate, grow a pair, and start making changes. Yeah, but what changes do you think they're going to make? If they have the House and the Senate. What changes do you think they're thing, going to make? All these things that they've been trying to get through that the Republicans have been blocking. You're talking about legislation. Yes. Get know, to work and changes? start making the changes that you've been putting up for years that McConnell has been blocking. Okay. I don't think you understand that there's probably no real change there. They're really? not changes. They're just legislation. Legislation isn't necessarily change. Legislation, in a lot of times, is just more of the same. Or... Like, if there was a program that was in existence that then Trump came in or Republicans came in at some point in the past and got rid of, then they're putting that thing probably back. So it's not really change. It's just keep going what, what, with what we had. Okay. That, and? That makes sense. Fine. I mean, your political ideology is going to inform how you do what but you Democrats do or what you think. But do that. Uh, they do it, but they're not, they're not, they're not a rub your nose in it party. Rub their and that's nose what, I think it. that's what pisses Democrats off the most is you want, you want that same kind of chest thumping that Republicans do. They, Republicans will just sit there and be like, we won. Fuck you. We do, we do what we want to do. We don't need that. you, you know, and the reality is Democrats could definitely do that, but I don't think they have the cojones to do so. Grow a pair. And that's the that is the problem. They need got the a couple they of the They need the they You have never seen Major League, have you? If you haven't seen Major League, watch Major League, it's hilarious. But they need the huevos. Um the huevos. Just watch the movie. Um but that that thing is what makes Democrats, I think, look appear weak when a lot of times their legislation was not necessarily weak anywhere, but they look weak because of the way they talk about it, because they want to be nice, because they don't want to sound, uh, you know, vitriolic. They just, they, they just want to be, nice. yeah, that whole, that whole take the high road and all this other BS. It's like, no, you want people, you want people to say, yes, we won and yes, we're about to put the screws to you. You, you want them assault rifles? No, you're not gonna have those anymore. Right. And just move on. It's like, voting has consequences. I mean, we say it, but we don't, I'd say inside of the Democratic Party, they say it, but they don't really push that narrative like, you know, it's our time, what you want is irrelevant. Yeah. We're moving forward. Yeah. But that's what Republicans do. And Republicans have been doing that over and over and over. And so I think Democrats are now hungry for that kind of of approach. You can I only think, turn I don't cheeks. think it's gonna happen. You but. can only turn the other cheek so many times. It's enough. Get up, dust yourself off, knock that bitch on its ass. That that's that's that that's your wow. that, Grow a pair. That's how we're doing politics now. Yes. Knock them on the ass. Knock them on the ass. Um, yeah. I don't, I still do not think 
I'm not like Bill Maher that says, you know, he's going to lose but not leave. Nah. I don't think he's going to lose. And I don't think it's going to be in dispute. No, I think I think, the I think Supreme they're going Court to, will give it to them. I know. I don't even think it's. I really do not think that the American public it's going to go that far. I think he might lose the popular vote, but popular vote has little meaning. And um, I do think that he will win enough of the states to have the um, electoral college be able to feel justified in their votes. Do Which means think, there's nothing to argue about after that. Do you think that all of these Republicans who have come out against Trump have any sway on the voters? No. No. Because if, I, I think right now, I think things are so polarized that you have, you have a Trump voter... And let's say you have a Democratic voter or a Biden voter. It's so polarized that anybody who says anything against Trump, they're just automatically wrong and they're in the other camp. It's, it doesn't matter. You're not going to make me think, oh, I should probably look at this other thing. or do, yeah. because No, no, no. Trump has created an environment. A cult. Since he has been in office over the last four years that says it's us versus them. And them is everybody that's not everybody. Everybody that's not us. So that's internationally, that's nationally, it doesn't matter. It's just everybody that's not us. And I think that there is no, I don't think there is a middle right now. So like they were talking about like uh, the last debate. I don't think that there was anyone to sway. I don't know. No. Like, I didn't see a reason they for the debate. They 42 million votes at that point. Exactly. What was so the who, point of who even you having a debate? Who are you actually talking to? You know, who is the who are the people that are undecided sitting there saying, I really need to take a look at these guys. I really need to understand their position. I mean, it's like, honestly, you might say, I don't know Joe. Okay, but But you do you know Trump. Right. Because he's been in the White House for four years. So you do have that, at least that side. So either, if you saw what Trump has done over the last three and a half years and you liked it, there was not a thing that Biden could say right. that was going to sway yep. you over to yep. that side. Well, it was it's funny because you keep hearing all these Trump supporters saying, well, Biden said this and he said that. And I saw a post this morning that said... If you don't want to vote for Joe for something he said in 1973, how are you going to, or why aren't you listening to what your guy said five minutes ago? And I, all I could think was because they enjoy what he said five minutes ago. It's relevant for them now. But what happened in 1973, they felt that way then too. Yeah, but, well, that, that's a fairly old person. That's not, no. They, they probably, they could have agreed with Joe back then. That's what I'm saying. They probably agreed with Joe back in 1973. And now they agree with Trump. Because mm-hmm. um, Trump is, his ideologies are from the 50s. We're going to put your husbands back to work. Yeah. What? Gotta put the husband, if the women are home and barefoot and pregnant and, t- and cooking. With no education. You gotta, have, you gotta have a man out there doing the work, right? Right? Yes? No. No. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think we have a populace right now 
that is going to can be objective about this particular race, you're either you're, you're literally against Trump or for Trump. And anybody who is against Trump, and this is the problem of, of people who think they're liberal, they'll be against Trump, but they won't be for Biden, and then they won't vote necessarily. They won't. Or they'll do something else. You know, the whole write-in thing. The libertarian they'll, Yeah, they'll take they'll they'll do something else, which honestly, that's not really how how Republicans have, or conservatives, how they've ever viewed voting. They've always viewed it as us versus them. Yep. And then we have to do this thing because this is what the people in the party are saying we should do and then just following along. I mean, you'd have so many people following the conservative train of thought or the Republican talking points, but it was against their own self-interest to do that. It like hurt them to do it, but they would still do it because they wanted to be identified with conservatives. I remember so. one of the, the teachers I worked with and she was just bitching up a storm about all these cuts that, that had happened in the school and all the money that was you know just gone and how they couldn't do what they needed to do because they didn't have the things. And I just looked at her and I said, but this is what you voted for. You were so proud to come in here and say you were voting for the candidate who said they were going to take all these things away. You voted against yourself so that you could identify with the people in your church. But that's, that is, that thing that you just described is what happens with black folks in the black community voting for the Democrats. That's exactly what we've been doing for a very long time now. And that's why more enlightened black folks are just like, no, I'm not for Biden. I'm not gonna be for Biden. Why would I be, you know? But why would I be for any Democrat? And that that's that becomes an issue inside of all of those ethnic groups inside the United States. Who do you, when you're, when you're at the water cooler or when you're at the barbershop or you're just walking down the street talking to people or in your neighborhood, who do you say you're going to vote for another in order to fit in with the people around you? Who do, and then who do you vote for when you get in the booth? Right. And that, to me, that's what happened last time. People said they were not for Trump, but they voted for Trump. Well, that's and I what think happened that's going to happen again, but those people are now going to say they voted for Trump. But that's what happened with Bush and Gore. Because I knew loads and loads and loads and loads of people in Michigan who were saying they were going to vote for Gore, they were going to vote for Gore. They did not. It was clear. I mean, they, I, I think... I think that's why our votes are secret, but I think that's that's why polling, like exit polling, kind of goes out the window because they know if they tell it a pollster, they 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 can they can spin their own ideas to fit what people want to hear. So if people want to hear you, you know, I'm a white man and I voted for Barack Obama. But in reality, you didn't vote for Barack Obama. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's like, I, I can feel better about myself. Yeah. 
you know. But anyway, there's that. Vote. Please vote. Make a choice, I guess, and do your thing, but we'll come, I, 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 like, I, like a lot of people are saying now, I, no matter when people vote and they get counted, we're not going to know much of anything on November 2nd. No. Because, like, even some places don't even start counting until the polls close. They don't even begin the process, which to me sounds, seems kind of weird. You don't have to publish your numbers, but it seems like you could start counting as soon as people start voting. I mean, why would why wouldn't you start then? If ten people voted, you would have ten votes. Count them. What are you waiting for? I don't I, I don't get this thing. I mean, that every time somebody I mean, high schools can can get this right. Why can't states? <laughs> I mean, every time somebody votes, they drop their thing in. It can go anywhere, and you can take it and count it. Put it over there. Done. Next one. Done. Next one. Why, what are you waiting a day for? You're creating a backlog that is now going to take time to, to undo. Why? Well, I don't get the why there. The, with all of the mail-in voting, there are many states that you cannot, they cannot start counting till the dawn of the the day? I still don't understand why that is. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, the, the votes that are in your hand are not going to change. No. So why not count them? You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to, you don't have to publish your numbers, but you could have made the count. Mm-hmm. And so then when the rest of them come in and they come in as they come in, you're counting them. But they don't get counted by hand. They go on a machine, it's right? A, somebody's got to feed the fucking machine. Somebody's got to do the work. What do they... Why are they not just counting? It's like it's like um, you're sitting there in the classroom, teachers, and you got those old Scantron things, and you're saying, no, 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 i got to wait until the whole school takes the test in order to start scanning them. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. All you got to do is take the Scantron sheet. As soon as the student gave it to you, boom. And... Done. Why are you waiting? I don't get why you're waiting. And they're, they're, everybody has these different weird ideas of why they should start when they start, but it still makes little sense because you're, folks come in, I have count the say. vote. I get you're going to get a lot on, on, on the day. Yeah. Okay, fine. But you've already counted all the other ones that have come in because right. a lot of people have early voted. They all could have been counted by now. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that in Texas, they've had more voters in Texas, the early voters, than they had in all of 2016. Yeah, now they're going to say that's, 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 there's no possible way that that could happen. Really? I'm sure they are. I'm sure. Because that'll be part of the court cases. They'll be saying, no, no, there weren't that many people voting. So then now we have to go back and count everything because there had to be some double ups or people have voted twice or mm-hmm. something was wrong or they were miscounted or they're going to use that thing. And there's how many places now they're keeping Friday at 7 p.m. is the last day for early voting in Texas. And so they're keeping some of the polling places open 24 hours so that people can get in and vote. Which I think is cool. Oh, that's nice. It should but, happen in mean, more places. No. What should happen is people don't have to go to work on voting day. Right. Voting day should be a national holiday. Yep. 
where everybody can go vote. They don't have to lose their job to vote. They don't have to lose a day's pay to vote. And they should be able to go in and vote in hundreds of places in their local area. Basically, you should kind of go in to vote. It should not even feel as bad as going into the DMV. I wish it was. I wish we were able to vote by mail, like email, because in some states you can vote electronically. You know that they can vote from the ISS, right? No. Yes. There's a woman that's on the ISS now that has voted twice on the ISS. Cool. You can vote if you can vote from space. I should be able to vote from my house. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Can I, do, can I throw in my Obama mic drop? Sure. I mean, so the technology's there. We have end-to-end encryption in freaking what? WhatsApp? Yep. But we can't and our secure, and- you know, make it so that the thing that I do at my home in my computer, I can't make that secure enough to vote to send it in. But putting it in another envelope makes it secure. That makes it that 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 security. When, when that envelope is in a bag or a box or something full of other envelopes. No, 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 no. I'm talking about if you have because in Michigan when we were there we were able to vote. You have an envelope that your stuff comes in. You take the stuff out of the envelope. You fill in your thing, and then you have to take it and put it in an envelope, and then close that up and put it into another envelope. That's what I'm talking about. If you get that process wrong, your vote doesn't get counted. Why? It was still in the envelope. The envelope's still sealed. Why are you worried about it? I mean, they can't take away what I've done. There's no, I mean, it would show that something was altered. Right. So, why would why would my whole ballot be null and void because I didn't put it in an envelope? See, these kind of rules, these were just things that they did on the sly so that, so that people that were not able to understand what they were doing, but they were registered voters, then their votes would not get counted. It's kind of like a poll tax. All right. You got to be smart enough to vote in order for your vote to be counted. got anything else? Nope, I'm done. That's it? Just vote. No, I'm tired. If you want to follow the Traveling Fires, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are sold. For free. For free. At the Traveling Fires. If you like the Instagram or the Twitchers. You can find us at Traveling Fars, which lots of stuff is going up on the Instagram these days. If you want to email the Karen lady, you can email her at travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, which is supposedly all worked out now and everything is up and going. TheTravelingFars.Blueberry.net. No E's in the blue here. And Blueberry has been following me, I think, or the Traveling Fars or both on the Instagram. So thank you so much. We'd love to see you on the Instagrams. I will be participating in a panel discussion about how you as a family can uh, live abroad, work abroad, how to make money, 
We're different. still trying to figure out the money thing. Different, <laughs> different things. Uh, I will have Aaron put my code and the link to code and a link. to the, the the virtual seminar, so that if you would like to attend, you can use my code. And I think you need to make a post on the blog post. Okay. And then share the post. I can do that. Um, and give it to. But it's the the wandering mom's exodus fest, and I will. Ooh, it's a fest. I will put up the information, or have Aaron put it in the description, so that you can get your tickets. We will put it everywhere. How about that? Did, they, did you ever pick a picture? You have to give me the picture so I can send them to her today. Okay. I mean, they're just on cam uh, gimbal one over there. Okay. And if you want to give us money and help the podcast keep going so we can bring you all of this juicy content, go to patreon.com slash thetrivelingfars. Do it. We can't see that we can see. We've got plans. Different things. we've got the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, Traveling Fars. And we've got the Cash App. We do. It's the the dollar sign, the Traveling Fars. And we've got the PayPal. And that is... The traveling fires at PayPal. So, all the money, all the resources that come in to keep us going, we appreciate it. We love you. We need you. We have to have you. Sending you socially distanced hugs. Which is literally no hug at all, but we're not going to talk about that. That makes those people like our friends who don't like to be touched more comfortable. Yeah. Social distancing is only only bad for part of the population. Right. <laughs> the introverts the are other, all here the for The other part are introverts and germaphobes are like, good. They're like, yes! <laughs> finally! Finally we it's can a, walk around a, and be safe. It's a rule. I don't have to touch you. It's like, yes! I know somebody, somebody wanted to shake my hand or something and I was just like, yeah, we're doing the fist bump now. And I, I, show, I think I showed one class is like, you know, because we were talking about the numbers, I think, in the U.S., the uh, uh, half a million people in seven days yes. uh, got COVID. And I was we were talking about that in relation to here and there and what they were seeing on the street, what I was seeing. And, and it was like, yeah, everybody's doing the elbow bump thing, man. People are not even. And he was like, no, there's so many people here. They're still kissing. You know, I saw still, that on the like, street one day. Oh, why would anybody do that? And for me, I tend to try to stay six feet away from everybody walking. Yeah, it's not you easy. You know, to do. and you're trying to really stay away from people without getting hit by the car that's coming up behind you. Or the motorcycle and or there, you know, people are people are getting it real bad in the States, so hopefully it just stays away from here. I watched one here. day it stays away from wherever we are, how about that? This man was standing there, three men came up, each one of them kissed him. Hugged him, shook his hand, and then walked away. Did the three men have a baby, though? No, no baby. All right, let's get out of here. What? Three men and a baby, man. Oh man, I failed as a parent. We, we really gotta, we really gotta get you caught up on, on all of your, all of your, all of your movies, your eighties, nineties movies. You're, 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 you're lacking. You have a gap. We get me internet and I'll watch it. We don't have to have internet. They're on the hard drives. You can watch them, man. It is Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck has nothing to do with internet. No, it's in the movie. He's in the 
The mustache is there, man. I know who Tom Selleck Magpie is. is in it. And uh, Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg from the uh, Police Academy. Yeah, yeah. He ain't no Police Academy. Look at him. Told you. Told you. I know we've watched at least one of those. Nope. If Aaron saw Police Academy, Aaron would remember Police Academy because Police Academy got lots of tickle biddies. Yeah, I remember that. See? Told you. I told you. Say goodbye to the people. Bye. Say goodbye to the people. Only seen Happy Halloween. Say goodbye to the people.